You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Episode 25, Interview with Renato Dos Anjos. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, and everything in between. I'm Chelsea Robson. And I'm Morgan Stradling. So for our interview today, we are speaking with Renato Dos Anjos. And for you guys who don't know, he is the animation supervisor for Disney over the project Wreck-It Ralph. In case you don't know about what Wreck-It Ralph is, Wreck-It Ralph is Disney's 52nd feature-length animated film. And it's about a video game character named Ralph. And his job is to wreck things. He is the bad guy in kind of this little 1980s video game. And he decides that he doesn't want to be a bad guy anymore. And so he goes on this adventure and starts jumping into other video games and tries to be a hero. So we actually had the opportunity to go to the test screening. And so we gave our thoughts in episode 10. So you can go check that out if you want our six-month-old, spoiler-free review of Wreck-It Ralph. But yeah, so this time we got to speak with the animation supervisor and talk about his thoughts on the film, what it was like working for Disney's, worked for Disney for a few years, and just the whole process. Yeah, and in preparation for this interview, I got to email him back and forth just a little bit to find out uh, different things. And, you know, the first time I read his name, I'm so used to reading in Spanish here in Arizona, but I read it and I was like, wait a second. That's not Spanish. That's Portuguese. Um, but yeah, he has an amazing story. Just how he started out in Brazil and just how he worked his way up and worked his way up to one of the greatest studios in the world. So now he's big man on campus over there and just doing some great things. We're excited for this episode. For any more information about this episode, you can head on over to the rotoscopers.com backslash 25 and you'll be able to get all the show notes and a few links to different projects that we've done about Wreck-It Ralph and also to find us individually you can look at Morgan Stradling on Twitter you can also find me Chelsea Robson at Twitter and on Facebook facebook.com backslash this is Chelsea Robson Mason our third host you can find him at thisanimatedlife.blogspot.com enjoy the interview guys You moved my stuff! I'm gonna wreck it! I can fix it! Hello? Hello, is this Renato? Yeah, this is Renato. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Is this Morgan or...? This is Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. And this is Morgan. Hi. Oh, so I'm speaking with a few of you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's great. Oh, thanks so much for calling and everything. So, no, we're excited. Great. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I'm very, very excited to talk to you guys. Well, once again, guys, welcome to the Animation Addicts podcast. I'm Chelsea Robson. And I'm Morgan Stradling. And today we're so excited to be able to interview Renato Dos Anjos, um, or in English. Um, how do they say it in English? Oh, well, it's, uh, yeah, it kind of goes something like Renato uh, Dos Anjos, but it's uh, Anjos, yeah, which is, you know, translating to of angels, you know, coming from a Catholic country. That's uh, what I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yes, I'm originally from uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. You know, I was born in 72, and I lived in Brazil until 97, when uh, then I moved to the United, United States, you know, to work for uh, to work with um, feature animation shows. So. Awesome. Yeah. So you are at Walt Disney Animation. Uh-huh. And you, your most recent project is Wreck-It Ralph, which there is so much buzz about this movie. Everyone's really exciting. So I'm sure on your end at Disney, everyone's excited that everyone else is excited. So um, just tell us your background, how you got into animation. And you've, I've seen that you've worked for different studios over the year from Don Bluth to Sony. And so just tell us a little bit about that. And then we'll ask you more about Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I've... Um... I used to draw a lot as a little kid, you know, and I actually always thought I was going to end up doing comic books. Um, funny enough, um, one of my little comics, I actually still have one at home. Uh, I was really young, maybe, I don't know, 12 or so when I did that. It was about a uh, game character that I used to play a lot on the Atari, and uh, that was one of my first things that I ever did, you know, that I put together that had a beginning and an end to it. So I always thought I was going to end up, you know, uh, working with comic books. But luckily enough, one of our family friends was an animator that was back in uh, 1987. And he, you know, he helped me a lot with my drawings and, you know, kind of once in a while he'd come come by and give me some feedback. And then eventually, uh, at some point, um, he took my drawings over to the studio, you know, and then I got a training, uh, I got into the training program at at that specific studio. And, you know, that's how I started, you know, uh, did that training program for about six months or so. Um, and that's how I've ever, you know, since then I've only been working with animation, you know, and I felt really felt in love with it, you know, and it's been, uh, great, you know, and it's one of the things that's so amazing about this media is the people that you meet. And to be frank, like every single job opportunity I had since I, since my very first job, was through friendships, through people that I knew, that kind of knew my work, that kind of called me over. You know, I've, uh, it's been an amazing uh, experience to date. You know, it's just been really, really great. So I, I did try to get into um, Disney when I was uh, living in Brazil, but, you know, they came by at uh, one point uh, with, like, a group of people, and they look at portfolios and stuff like that. But I, you know, I didn't really work out. I think I wasn't really good enough for them to hire me at that point. And it took me many, many years to get to a place, to get to a level that, you know, I was able to kind of come here and uh, and work at the studio. So it's been a great, great experience. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's sort of like, you know, the overall uh, picture of how I started working with animation. So Renato is the animation supervisor uh, at Walt Disney Animation Studios for Wreck-It Ralph. And this is the haunt, head honcho who's over all the supervising animators. He's anything that's about animation, it goes through him. Yeah. So tell us about how you kind of got started with Wreck-It Ralph. What stage of the process you entered and maybe if you've been with it since the beginning or came in middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what your your role is. Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's uh, funny. Like we have two, we should, we've got two titles. Uh, one is animation supervisor, which is 
but kind of like a head of animation. That's what I did. And they're supervising animators, which are uh, the people that work. Um, we had about five of them uh, working on the show. They were they had sequences and they were working with the crew on the floor and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's all um, you know the names are very similar. One is animation yes. supervisor, the other one supervising animators. So I was the animation supervisor on the show. Um, I actually you know the whole thing started for me when. Um, uh, they have this really cool thing here at the studio. Uh, they once a year or so they open every director kind of shows what they are working on for the entire crew, so people know what's happening, what's coming, you know, what we're going to be working in the future. And um, you know, I went to this one room and Rich was teaching the idea for the show, and you know. I love games, you know, I've always played games since I was a kid, and the premise for the show seemed so so appealing to me. I, by the end of the presentation, you know, I was sure I needed to work on the show no matter what, you know, I didn't really care about what capacity, I uh, just needed to work on the show. Uh, that was very early on, you know, they didn't really have any reels up yet, you know, they haven't really had any screenings. It was pretty much just like a pitch over beat boards, but, you know, Rich, he's really, he's really entertaining, you know, just kind of listening to him. He's very funny in uh, the way he pitched the whole idea. It was really, really cool, and I, I really felt in love with it at that one point. And I was lucky enough to kind of get this opportunity to work as, as you know, the animation supervisor on the show, which is amazing, you know. Uh, I'm very grateful for that, you know, Dave, uh, and uh, working with everybody on the show has been great. The great thing about this place, you know, uh, about Disney, is that if all those positions um, are open. When a show needs a uh, uh, supervisor, they post a job opening, and then everybody kind of applies for the job. Uh, whoever wants to do the job applies for the job, and then, you know, go through the process of interviewing interviewing with the director, you know, and then you talk about the things that you like about, you know, uh, about what the project is and, you know, and see if there's anything there. Uh, and then I was lucky enough that Rich felt like I was the right guy to do the job for him. So, um, you know, obviously I own him a lot, you know, and <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I really, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. You know, if I had to pick a project to do this job, which was a really hard job, it would have been this one because I, I absolutely love the characters. I love the premise of the show. You know, it's been great, you know, ever since I started, you know, and I've, um, I started really early on the show. Like I said, um, that process kind of happened really early on and, Personally, it was the first opportunity I had to affect so many different aspects of, of a production, you know, just by being there early enough. Mike Gabriel, uh, one of the art directors, and Ian uh, uh, kind of, you know, they let me help doing some VizDev work, which was awesome, you know. So I did a lot of drawings at the beginning of the show when when we didn't have any animation kind of going at that point. So I loved doing that. So that was great when animation was about to you know, kind of getting to gear. We worked with the modelers and the riggers and then the character designers to kind of make sure everything kind of worked for animation and stuff like that. So of, overall, I feel like my contribution on the show uh, was the biggest I've, I've I had the opportunity to do so on a project, you know, and I'm really, really happy about that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, the first time that we came in contact with this project was at the test screening. So... You know, what does it take for you guys on your guys' side to get ready for something like that? Um, well, you know, actually, uh, to um, to tell the truth, actually, we we heard your uh, podcast here at the uh, 
then we just kind of someone sent out the link and we thought it was really really cool and cute and everything so really <laughs> appreciate you kind of putting the piece out there uh, i think everybody you know here kind of had an opportunity to kind of listen to everything it was awesome i i liked it a lot i thought it was really genuine um yeah and um what we when we do the staff cleaning is basically what we're looking for uh are trends you know things that were working uh things that could be uh improved you know um a lot of times the directors they'll go into the screenings looking for certain uh specific feedback on specific, very specific things and they kind of gear the questions towards that i haven't had an opportunity to be in one of those yet so i'm not sure exactly uh how those uh screenings run but um that's my understanding you know that the, the goal is just to get kind of get a feeling for uh the things that are working on the story and the things that they need to kind of tweak and improve um for us to kind of every time there's a screening like that everybody um yeah, well production you know they they look into what's happening on the floor and they want to get as many things into that screening as possible so we often have to do a little extra push, you know, like uh, we do, you know, we add, ask some people to work on overtime on a shot or in a specific sequence of shots that we need done for the screening. So when the director, so the director feels like that's the best representation of his vision. Um, so it's a mix, you know, it's, uh, those things happen kind of early. I'm not sure how much footage was animated, but when you guys saw it, but I imagine probably 30, 40%, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of shocked, space, but it was six months away. Yeah, I know. We were shocked, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lot left to do, you know, uh, at that point. But the thing is, it's really um, everything that we do here, uh, it's to support uh, the vision uh, of the directors, you know. we And so if they have a screening, for instance, that they need, a certain aspect of it uh, to be a little more worked out. Uh, the producers and, you know, they normally meet with uh, the leadership of the show and they go over what the director needs and we kind of plan um, on kind of meeting those needs, you know, whatever needs to happen. If there's something that's not, you know, that we can't accomplish, we'll let them know. But for the most part, you know, they're very, uh, we are able to kind of accommodate whatever they need because we do want the screenings to be successful. You know, we do want the director to get uh, whatever information he needs. So um, in general, we we will do whatever we need to, we will do whatever we need to do to support uh, their needs. You know? So what were some of the um, technical achievements or animation achievements in Wreck-It Ralph? It seems every film that comes out, you know, there's always something that's pushing technology or animation in a way. Was there anything in, in Wreck-It Ralph that did that? Yeah, we've seen, you know, it's a, it's a very complex, uh, very difficult show. Um, I'm sure you guys got, you got saw, you know, like how Ralph travels from one world onto another, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when Rich um, talked to the group, you know, he... Um, he really had um, he has a really specific uh, idea about each individual world, you know, how he wants the animation to play. And it's um because the style of animation changed from one world onto another, you know, that was rather complicated for us uh for yeah. uh for animation because we know when um I like to use examples of things that we've done in the past, like for instance on Bolt, you know, and Tangled, you know, we we work on those projects and after 
you know, uh, many months into it, uh, we everybody kind of understands what the style of animation is. You know, how do you move, um, you know, an eyelash and how uh, what the director wants for the look of the character. You know, the poses. You know, how fluid is the animation? Because we're having to bounce around so much from one style to another, we never really kind of had an opportunity to feel like, okay, we got this thing, let's just finish. We're always kind of having to learn something new. You know, even up to the last few shots that we had left um, in production, people were like, oh, this is my first time animating Vanellope, you know, and we had to kind of teach people, oh, this is how we animate her, you know, these are the controls that you use, and that was really late in the game. Um, that added a lot of complexity to the process, you know, because we always felt like we needed to uh, edu educate the crew and make sure everybody knew how these characters moved, you know, and, um, and make sure everything was um, felt cohesive. It, it took a lot of, like, planning and uh, trial and error, you know. Uh, sometimes, we, you know, there's a few instances where we tried things that didn't quite work. Um, but besides that, one thing that we really wanted to do, uh, that actually our rigging department uh, helped us a ton, you know. Like, that was a problem that we had in the past was just kind of getting the design to be a little more... Um, solid when we're animating the characters, you know, like, you know, CG tends to make things a little mushy sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. and, and with Ralph, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's all about angles, you know, and just really kind of strong iconic poses. So we didn't, we, we really wanted uh, to be able to animate and not have to worry so much about the design getting corrupted when you're moving him around, you know, and, and he's a very difficult design, you know, uh, to move around because he's, you know, um, all his parts, you know, his hands and um, are huge, his legs are kind of short, you know, his torso is pretty long and, you know, um, everything about him is, is somewhat challenging because uh, when you're, you know, it's kind of like you're playing with a puppet inside a computer, you know, and, and when the masses are really close together or too big, you know, they're, they're just complicated, they're just difficult to move around and create like appealing shapes and poses. So they've really worked uh, really hard on kind of fixing some of the problems that we had in the past as far as keeping the appeal of the character, you know, so we didn't have to struggle so much in animation, you know, with, with the design. Um, so they did a great job of that. So that was a huge accomplishment, I feel, like for rigging and for the modeling department. Um, and yeah, as animation, as far as animation goes, we are always pushing ourselves, you know. <laughs> you know, if, if there's anything that could be better in the shot, we're going to do it no matter what. You know, like, uh, it's, it's a pretty vicious kind of cycle because, you know, I could be done, you know, an animator could be done with a shot. And if someone, you know, gives an idea that we improve that shot, um, there's no way we're going to say no. We're always going to try to make the best thing we can, you know, because we want people to love the characters. Um, and I know, you know, I grew up uh, watching animation, and I know these things, they, they kind of change you, you know, uh, in many ways, because, you know, you, you grew up thinking about these characters, I love, you know, I'll play, you know, um, as being some of them, you know, like I love Pinocchio, uh, I love many of the Disney classics, but it's just, these things really, they really stick to you, you know, and, and they really change you, and so... We do keep that in mind when we're animating our show. So if you know, like, there's no, there's nothing we won't do to to 
uh, we'll do anything we need to to make sure things are good, as good as they can be. You know, no matter how late in the game an idea comes around, you know. And uh, Rich was always supportive of the, always supportive of that. You know, so was the production people. You know, our producers they were always um, you know very supportive of the ideas that we had. You know, if there was a shot that we felt like uh, needed more time, you know, to uh, make it as good as it needed to be, you know, they were. Uh, very supportive and let us kind of uh, work on the shot for a little longer and stuff like that. But it was it was a tight schedule, like uh, all schedules are. But you know, because the movie was so big, you know, um, it was it, it really made it uh, difficult. You know, um, I don't know. Does that kind of cover your question? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay. And one thing that, you know, like I I've, I've forgot to mention, I'm sure you've heard in different places, but the amount of characters on the show alone was was so much bigger than any other show that we've done here. You know, yeah. uh, we had about, I think, 188 characters in, in comparing to Tango, I think, had about 63 or something like that. Um, so and getting all those characters ready, you know, make sure they all look good, you know, and uh, those, you know. It was tough. Like it's the hardest movie I've ever worked on, uh, but the most rewarding project I've ever worked on because I I just I really love the characters. Like I said, you know, and also being able to play with with uh, these really iconic characters that you that you grew up with. You know, like Bowser and Sonic and you know all those guys. I mean, they're just. I don't know when I'm gonna get an opportunity to work on something like that again. You know, <laughs> um, hopefully they will make many sequels. But you know, it's just it's insane. You know, like I was. Pretty lucky, you know. I think we're a very lucky group to have an opportunity to work with on the project, you know, create these characters and and also have an opportunity to work with characters that you love, you know, that's that was amazing. You know, I've noticed with especially with Rocket Ralph for sure, it's set kind of like a different pace for animation and for storytelling. Uh-huh. So what is Disney's goal these days for, you know, staying at the top of their game? Well, you know, as a studio, you know, we've been um, there's a lot of things that since I got I, on, I got here on Bolt, you know, that was the first project I I, I did uh, working at Disney, and a lot of changes have been happening ever since I got here. All of it has been uh, the goal is to support the the creative, you know, and I've never worked uh, myself at a studio, and I've been different places and I loved every one of them it's been great you know I've got I always had great opportunities um, but I mean, Disney has been uh, as far as uh, being a creative person has been the best place I've ever been um, and it's been I think the overall goal for for the studio is to be very supportive of the creative like I said but with that you know uh, we want to make sure our stories are, are are as great as they can be, you know, that our characters are are as appealing as they can be, and um, and I think every single department uh, is really working hard on on making sure they they are doing excellent work, you know. Um, I don't know, like I've as far as thinking where we're going from here, I I, I, I it's hard to tell because we're pushing each other so often and so hard on uh, trying to make better things uh, that it's really hard to kind of put my finger of, of, of where this place is going um, with their stories and with their movies. I don't think we're going to be doing anything specifically like, um, uh, like you know, any type of movie like over and over. Uh, I think it's really up to the directors, you know, whatever. Uh, if there's a great story that they want to tell uh, and John Lasseter and Ed Catmull believe in it, you know, and the studio believes in it, I'm sure they will support it. Um, 
I think um, I can tell you for sure, like uh, the lineup of movies that we have right now, they're great. You know, there's nothing there that that's similar to the thing to to each other. You know, they're all very different. Um, working. Um, you know, just working this close to the directors, you know, you see there's a great vibe. Uh, we always tell upstairs because, you know, they, they're on the third floor, the directors and the board artists. Uh, there's an awesome vibe up there, you know, it's very kind of vibrant, you know, they're always, uh, there's a search for, like, great ideas. And um, um, same thing on, uh, on our floor, you know, animation uh, and uh, lighting and uh, rigging. Everyone is really trying to kind of uh, uh, do the best work they can. Uh, we've been... Opening our doors to um, uh, to the community, you know, I think we had a first open house last year where we invited people over just to come by and see what we're doing here, you know. Um, I think if you compare Disney of today from Disney that uh, a few years back, you know, it's a very different place, you know, it's it's much more open. We we do want to do the best work we can, uh, but we also want to help uh, the community. We want to be a big part of it, you know. Um, and um, as far as a group, um, you know, obviously I think this is the strongest animation group I ever worked with. And um, there's zero uh, egos on the floor, which is amazing. You know, like our best animators are so kind. You know, if you ever need help on your shot, they'll stop what they're doing. They'll go to your desk and they'll spend uh, however many hours they need to to kind of make sure you're taken care of. You know, it's a, it's a great place to be. You know, like I, like I said, I've never been at a studio that's so focused on to the artists, you know, the quality of the work so much as Disney is today. Uh, and I'm, you know, really happy to be here and proud of being part of the projects and everything. So. So to go back to Wreck-It Ralph, just really quick, um, I guess before we finish up, what was your favorite part about working on this film? Maybe favorite scenes, characters? I mean, what made this different? Man, you know, um, when you see the movie again, you see that, you know, so much has changed. This movie is so great, you know. Point things that I loved the most. I absolutely loved every time I was working with the animators, and I loved working with Rich. He's uh, he's awesome as far as you know, kind of letting people try different things. He had a really strong vision for what he wanted, but he always encouraged everyone to try ideas. Um, I think his background. Uh, from working with uh, uh, Simpsons and Futurama, you know, he has that. Um, approach of like making sure people bring their best game to the table, and that's how he worked with every department. And I and I felt like that was awesome. You know, whenever I was in dailies working with the animators and Rich, I you know those were my favorite parts of the day. As far as you know, what I love the most about the show, um, I love Vanellope. You know, like I, I think Ralph and Vanellope are great, but if I had to pick one, I, I don't know. I, I think she's extraordinary. You know, like just her journey and who she is as a character. You know, it's such a um, such an appealing story. I really fell in love with her, and we've I've been off production for about three, four weeks now, and and I think that's the thing I miss the most, just kind of seeing shots being done, you know, uh, these characters being created and, and seeing the ideas that people are kind of bringing to each one of them. I miss that a lot. You know, it's been a bittersweet thing, you know, because we were working like pretty insane hours for, for a long, long period. But I I kind of miss uh, just kind of being around that process of kind of like getting these characters up on their feet, you know, and seeing new scenes with, with, with those characters and stuff like that. So it's been, as far as an animator, um, 
um, being an animator, as, you know, this show had a lot, you know, like it really relied a lot on uh, on what animators do. Um, I think um, from um, specifically from my personal experiences, I think animation had the biggest impact uh, uh, on this show than on any other show I've ever been involved with. From uh, uh, work helping, you know, working with layouts, from working with rigging really closely, from even uh, helping with uh, some of the toys, um, um, marketing, you know, like helping with posters and publicity and all that kind of stuff. I've never been this involved, you know, and I've never seen a group as involved uh, with a project as animation has been. So, you know, long story short, I missed the whole, you know, it was crazy, you know, really, uh short schedule, you know, lots of things to do and lots to accomplish, but I kind of miss being in the middle of it. So what's next for you? Right now, um, um, I'm on downtime and I'm avoiding <laughs> eye contact with anybody that has work <laughs> waiting to be done. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm taking December off. I'm sure I'll be helping with uh, something between now and then, but, you know, I'm, I'm mostly, I was uh, working on uh, gathering all the material that's out there from for Ralph, you know, that we did that I know I could use for presentations and stuff like that. So I've been kind of busy doing that. Uh, that's almost over because I've got everything kind of like saved and uh, mostly put together. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I've got a few weeks uh, left between now and my vacation. So, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to stay quiet, but if they need me for <laughs> anything, you know, I'm here. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Keep your head down from here on out. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do for now because, yeah, I'm still a little tired, you know, but. Definitely deserve it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, like, so, well, I really, you know, I totally appreciate you guys calling, you know. Uh, I love the piece that you guys did for Ralph. Again, you know, I thought it was really cute and very uh, genuine. Um, well, thank and, you. Um, you know, so, yeah. It was we awesome. tried to keep it uh, spoiler-free and not to, <laughs> you know, Disney hadn't revealed a lot of things, so it wasn't our place. So what we did, we... We really liked what we saw, so we're really excited. We see the preview or the screening on Monday. So, oh, really? Oh, okay. What yeah. about? Um, in Arizona. Arizona, okay. That's so cool. we're excited to see where it's changed and what has gotten cut and what has been added and mm-hmm. just, just the full picture with all the light, with all, you know, the rendering and the lighting and full animation. It's going to be like really cool to be fully enveloped in the world. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd love to hear what you guys think, you know, like I've, like I've, it's, it's funny, like I, I have the hardest time uh, looking, uh, you know, our rap party was about a week and a half ago or so. Uh, I have the hardest time kind of watching it and without thinking about, oh, this person did this shot, you know, that person did that mm-hmm. shot. Oh, I remember this one, you know, this one took this long and I can't turn that off, you know. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good year before I can watch a movie and be like, okay, this is, this is how the movie looks, you know, and, and be a little more uh, detached from the process, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's, uh, but I'd love to hear what you guys think, you know, because I, you know, uh, um, it's great to hear from people with fresh eyes because I, you know, I've, uh, well, you guys have seen the screen already, but, you know, it'd be great to see what, hear what you think about it, how it, how it turned out, you know. Yeah, no problem. We're excited. Yeah. I know everyone else in the world is too, so that's yeah. good. Well, you know, it's been pretty insane, like, you know, like how much people are, uh, are looking forward to, to the movie, you know. I'm really happy about that, obviously, you know, but um, it's, it doesn't happen very often, you know. Like, normally you're you're 
really working hard on making sure people get what you're trying to do, but this just feels so um, natural. It feels like the whole process of kind of getting people on board with the with the project has been supernatural. And I guess you know, kind of similar to how I felt when I when Rich pitched the idea, you know, and I I was sold like as soon as he was done. And actually, wasn't even he, he wasn't even done pitching the idea. I was already sold on working on it, you know, <laughs> but, which is awesome. So. Yeah, it is. It also nice because, you know, we've already seen it. And a lot of times you can go into a movie thinking, oh, my gosh, there's so much hype. I hope I don't get let down. But, you know, from what we've seen, it just it's going to be great. I know it. Now, you got, uh, from the time you saw, I personally, I feel like you gotten, you know, has gotten a lot better. You know, they've story wise, they've changed a lot of things. You know, there'll be a lot of things there that you probably haven't seen. Um, but it, it feels better, you know, um, you know, I don't want to spoil anyone's experience in watching it so totally but yeah. well we will let you know when we see it and what our mm-hmm. thoughts are and i can only imagine they'll be uh much even more positive than they were before so first off congratulations <laughs> so, or, else, or else i know where phoenix is <laughs> <laughs> i know where you live <laughs> <He'll unplug> us. <laughs> yeah i've got powers over the internet yeah <laughs> But, uh, you know, thank you so much for letting us interview you and, and talk more about your, you know, your career and, and your work on the project and everything. You've been so, so kind and so nice. Uh, so thank you so much. I know it's been great talking to you guys. And, you know, anytime you need anything, let us know and be more than happy to kind of help with whatever you need. So, awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, give me a shout when you guys see it. Yeah. You know. Thanks, Renato. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.